Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, interesting report on Global News last night. Uh, Global's uh, Marianne Domain was reporting about... Uh, a re- uh, this is a, a report that's issued by a group called the Federation of Rental Housing Providers of Ontario. And this is uh, pertaining to the Fair Housing Plan. Do you remember that in the springtime the Ontario government announced what they called new measures to try to help renters here in the province? Uh, the operative word there being help... Uh, just like in the finance minister made uh, the announcement a couple of weeks after that about new measures that are supposed to help the housing industry. And basically what it did is it started to cripple it and slow it right down. But anyway, uh, we'll get into that in a couple of minutes. The uh, the gist of this report is there are at least a 1,000 planned rental units in Ontario now have been cancelled or converted to condos since the province introduced this new rent control rule scenario that uh, they say is actually supposed to help the rental market. Uh, subsequent to that, of course, the uh, vacancy rate has uh, fallen to 2.1% right across the province, according to Canada Mortgage and Housing. So that raises the question as to whether or not the government uh, meddling in this has actually helped or hurt rental housing, and for that matter, home ownership, uh, which is also an issue, I think, that we need to talk about and discuss. Uh, let me ask you to uh, listen to the conversation I'm going to have right now with our next guest, because uh, he's been heavily involved in the housing market, because he builds them uh, for the last little while and does a great job at it, too. Jeff Bacon is the president of New Horizon Development Group uh, here in the Hamilton area, and he joins us on the Bill Keller Show to talk about the policy and the ramifications. Jeff, how are you doing today? Doing just great, Bill. We're uh, hot off a Tiger Cat win Friday night, so everything feels better. I know. Just, uh, well, let's go for another one. Get the Argos. And, and, you know, exactly. continue the winning streak against the Argos is always a good thing. Uh, listen, let's let's talk a little bit about this. I know that, uh, you know, you and I have talked in the past about some of the problems and some of the hurdles and obstacles that you've had to overcome uh, to try to build stuff. I, I, there's, a, there's some municipal things that have to be dealt with. Now you've got the province weighing in on this with the rental market. Um, and this is basically, uh, I, I think, the, the, the coming to fruition of what we were warned was going to happen when the government made these announcements, that people in your industry are just going to say, what the heck with it then? I'm not going to bother. Is, is that what you see is happening here? Uh, well, in fact, uh, the, the day the announcement was made, I happened to, or the day after, I happened to be in an economic update with a, a room full of people with one of the major banks' uh, chief economists. And he he himself mentioned that uh, within that single bank alone, there was over $2 billion worth of uh, purpose-built rental plan projects in Toronto uh, that was going to use their bank for the financing that had literally pulled the chute the day after the announcement to say we're going to go back to straight condominiums because we, we are being legislated out of an opportunity to invest in the rental business. Here's the thing. <laughs> among many things that we can talk about here, because I, I made this the point of my commentary at A10 this morning, and I talked about how this seems to be actually stifling the industry as opposed to encouraging the industry. Uh, there's an argument to be made, and I think a legitimate argument, Jeff, that, that there is not enough rental housing being built and hasn't been for many, many years. But the, the counterpoint to that has always been, well, the government's going to have to bring private sector to the table. In other words, they've got to make it attractive for them to do this. Well, that was starting to happen, and it just seems as if they've hit reverse on it with this policy. And, and your point is exactly bang on. The, the problem with the policy is that its, it's uh, intent is not what its result is. Its result is that when you, when you have a limited financial uh, resource investment pool, that you're not going to lean towards the one that brings you uh, less opportunity versus one that brings you more. And when you limit the supply in the marketplace, we all know what happens. You mentioned the two point whatever vacancy 2. rate. 2.1 now. now. 
yeah, just not acceptable. And uh, unfortunately, what the what the government should have done, uh, in my opinion, is just allowed private investment to overflood the market. Uh, people, as you said, were starting to build them. They were starting to be an attractive place for investment for the right people, not us, but the right people in in our uh, construction and development space. And if if you allow the market to do what it does, which is chase after a good opportunity, at some point in time, the the pendulum will swing where supply is is higher than demand, and it will start to filter uh, in reverse in terms of the cost of the housing itself. Uh, having said that, if you don't increase the stock generally, uh, you just never have enough. And, and that's, I think, what the net result of this policy is going to uh, end up showing to be. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.